there's some overarching value in this notion of spending time with yourself and getting introspective and thinking about what you really care about and what you really wish you had in your life. And those moments where you're aware of that and you think like, oh, I could never, or I'm not capable of, or I don't deserve it, or I'm just being silly. That's taking away from who you are and who you could be. What if you looked at it differently? What if you said to yourself, what do I need to do today to put myself a little bit closer to that? And let's say your goal is ultimately not something you attain, but you get down that path. You get better. You get better than where you're at right now. Is it a loss? Is it a failure? So dream big. Have those big goals. Point your life in a bigger direction. That's me, Brian Falchuk. This is Do A Day. You'll hear from the most inspiring people who have been through hard times, overcome them, and have turned around to help others with what they've learned. I'm your host, Brian Falchuk. I know we can all overcome and achieve because I've lived it myself. I've written about it in my book, Do A Day, and that's why I'm bringing you this show. Remember, today's a new day. Go out and do it. Hey, day doers, welcome back for another episode of Do A Day. This is episode 128. I was kind of hoping this would be like 130 or 40 or 50 or some some number ending in a zero. I don't know why that matters to me, but it would have some sense of all coming together. And the reason why I'm seeking that, if you haven't already guessed it, this is going to be the final episode of Do A Day, at least this incarnation of this show. I've been doing this for, gosh, almost three years now that I've been recording these episodes and working on them and bringing them out to you. 128 episodes almost every week. I've taken a couple of blocks of like two-week breaks between seasons, wrapping up season five, which ran long. Um, I I made season five longer because I didn't want to break and then do season six and then end because I knew that this show was coming to a close. Why is that? Well, I have gotten so much out of doing this show, and I know that a lot of listeners have too. You guys reach out to me. So there are people like Jay. um, He knows exactly who I'm talking about, Jay Bird out there, someone who like every week there's an Instagram story from someone who's like listening to this show, super inspirational, shouting out the guest, talking about how it's impacting them every single week. And that's why I made this thing was so that people out there would find something that resonated with them. And it doesn't mean every guest does, but for some listeners, every guest has some piece of their message that strikes them. Even if their story isn't a one-to-one with what that person's going through, even if the challenge isn't necessarily a direct correlation to something that listener is fighting with. You, the listener. But some episodes really strike people. And what's perhaps most interesting for me is seeing when I've got a guest on and then fast forward a few weeks after their episode comes out, another guest episode comes out and that earlier guest is like, whoa, this really hit something for me. And then I see those two people come together and a new relationship is formed from both being guests on the show and both resonating by sharing each other's stories. Just because you have a story to share and a message and you've gotten to a better place doesn't mean you don't have growth to go through. Look at me, right? 127 
little less than that interviews because I've done some one-on-one episodes like uh, the ones that recap some of the seasons or episode uh, episode one, I guess. I was going to say episode zero, but it was episode one, the initial episode. Um, you know, those were those were me. So um, every time that I've had someone else on, so let's call it, I don't know, like 120, 125, somewhere between those two, I have taken so much. And I'm looking back at this list of all the guests I have. And what's really cool for me is to reflect on people I would genuinely call a friend, you know, some real relationships that I built from people who either because they were a guest on the show or through this whole process and putting this stuff out and getting connected to more people who are going through it and sharing out, I meet new people, become friends. And then I'm like, Hey, you know, I know your story. Would you come on my show and share it with me and share it with my guests or share it with my listeners, I should say. But yeah, to my point before, sometimes it's, it's my other guests, right? Um, it's really been amazing. This journey has brought so much growth and love and enlightenment and support into my life. And based on what I hear from a lot of you, it's done that for you guys too. So I will say, this has been a really hard decision. So why am I making it? Well, I've gotten a lot out of the show and I know a lot of people have too. And I love doing the interviews and I love bringing it out to you. But the reality is I also talk a lot about self-love and about knowing about burnout and how to avoid it and how to recover from it. And the show is a big contributor to the overload on my plate that I feel on a daily basis because I have a lot going on and a lot of things that, you know, I'm hustling on to try to make something catch and, and create a movement. Uh, you know, like, like our, my last guest, uh, Justin Shank talked about, you know, it's growth now movement. Like I, I want to see this idea of do a day, move people's lives forward. And that takes a lot of work. And there's other things that I do, other messages that I share. You know, my second book, the 50-75-100 Solution, that's all about trying to help people get their relationships to be in a better place. Um, I've got a whole business side to my life in my insurance work and trying to help that industry move forward and innovate and change and break free from the shackles that hold it back. It's kind of similar to what I talk about with Do A Day. It's just in a business context. And that's a ton of work as well. So as I look at all the things that I'm doing, the people I'm coaching, the speaking I'm doing, the um, now virtual, but events that I'm attending or speaking at or moderating, chairing, it is a very full plate. And I find myself just totally burnt out at the end of the day. I find myself really fulfilled, but burnt out physically. And so I needed to make a decision to bring more balance into my life. And to do that, some things have to change. Some things have to go. And they may be things that we love and care about and don't want to let go. I mean, I've wrestled with this idea other times. But I said, you know what? This means too much to me. I'm going to keep going with it. And I'm glad that I did. But I also know I felt that pressure. And especially like, Monday comes around and I realize, oh no, I don't have tomorrow's episode. Like I don't have the notes written yet, or I don't have all the edits done, or I haven't uploaded it into the podcast um, syndication tool that I use Libsyn to get it out everywhere, or I don't have the social media posts ready to go. And it's all of these things create pressure. And I do a day with it, right? Like I don't look at, I got to do this every week in perpetuity. I just needed to, to do it for that episode. 
but I still have so many other things going on that even that episode feels like pressure. And that to me was a sign that, you know what, this, this journey with the podcast has probably run its course, at least for now. I'm not, you know, I'm not swearing anything off for the rest of my life because I don't have to, I'm not living the rest of my life in this moment, but I know for right now I need to create more balance. And if things are telling me that this feels like pressure or this feels like, oh no, I'm out of time. Maybe that's not adding to my growth and my support and my wellness and my wholeness and certainly my self-love. Because if my self-love is stronger, I would make a call and say, this is helping me on one side, but also creating pressure and strain on another. And I need pressure relief valves. I remember, um, I think it was Tanner Badgley who asked me this about the idea of having different pots on the stove and they're, you know, they're, they're all coming close to a boil. And what he shared with me is he heard, you know, you can have the four pots on the four burners, but you can only have one of them on boil at a time. And he said, Brian, it seems like you have all four on boil all at once. And I agreed with him. I said, yeah, you're absolutely right. But there's a short term nature to that because I'm building something and when it's in a more sustainable place, I can turn the heat down on at least a couple of them, if not three, and maybe rotate which one's boiling. And that was a very true statement in 2017 or 18 when I said it to him. But here we are, 2020, and it's still going. They're all four still boiling. And for me, it was a time to say, you know what? These pots, this water is not going to stop boiling on its own. I ultimately control the temperature gauge and I have chosen to keep them all at high. And it's time for me to choose which ones to turn down and maybe which ones to switch off. And it doesn't mean I'll never warm that pot again, but for right now, the right answer is to pull back. So that's what this episode is about. Now I'm going to keep the show available at least for the foreseeable future. So you can still go back into the back catalog. I know because of people reaching out to me, many of you are more recent listeners. You've come into it, especially, you know, in this COVID situation we're all in, this is like high time to be focusing on do a day. So I know people who, you know, maybe they've lost their job. And so it's like, I realized in that process, so many things need to change and I need help. And so they've gotten into the show. Well, I want that backstory, the, sorry, the back catalog to be available for people who are still going back and listening and, and picking out those episodes that really resonate. Um, so I'm going to keep that up at least for several more months. So you don't need to worry about that, but do go back and listen. And I think Apple has like the last 50 or 100 episodes. Um, they're all at doadaybook.com slash podcast. So you can go back all the way to episode one which is just little old me talking about do a day itself. Now, I was going to go through the rest of the episodes one by one, and as I started to do that, I realized it's a really long list, and I don't want this to be like an hour-long episode where I'm basically just running through all of these incredible guests who have given a big part of their lives and their days to this mission but I do invite you to go back through the back catalog, look at the episodes that have been there, pick the ones that are about things that resonate with you. 
you know, if it's about weight loss, if it's about a struggle with cancer, if it's about some sort of trauma, um, if it's about fertility issues or health issues or your self-confidence or whatever, or the guest is just someone who's interesting to you, listen. And if you've listened, maybe it's about re-listening because I know for myself, you know, I do these interviews and then I listen to them to edit them. And then I listen to them again to write the notes and I get something different every single time, which is why I write the notes last because I pick up things the more I engage in the content. You know, it's like rereading some inspirational book down the road or watching a movie for the second or third or fourth or more than that time. More than that? I don't know if you can say it with a TH at the end for, for it to be a number, but you know, you engage with something meaningful and you pick out more meaning from it. So think about that. What I do want to leave you all with is not just a call to stay engaged, reach out to me, follow, connect, all that kind of good stuff. You can still share the show and engage with the content. Let me know how it's landing, all of that. It's important. But more important than any of that is how you engage with and stay connected to yourself. So if nothing else from all of these episodes, there's some overarching value in this notion of spending time with yourself and getting introspective and thinking about what you really care about and what you really wish you had in your life. And those moments where you're aware of that and you think like, oh, I could never, or I'm not capable of, or I don't deserve it, or I'm just being silly. That's taking away from who you are and who you could be. What if you looked at it differently? What if you said to yourself, what do I need to do today to put myself a little bit closer to that? And let's say your goal is ultimately not something you attain but you get down that path, you get better, you get better than where you're at right now. Is it a loss? Is it a failure? You know, if it's a health journey and you're in pain right now, or you're not happy with where you're at physically and you get yourself healthier, even if you don't match that ideal that maybe you'd set in your head, is there anything wrong with being healthier? If you feel like financially you're in a bad spot, and you have this goal of having a million dollars in the bank or a big house or any of those things, and you don't ever get there, but you get yourself to a place where you're not wondering if you can afford to eat the next day or whether you'll have a roof over your head, whether it's your dream roof or not, that's better, right? So dream big, have those big goals. Point your life in a bigger direction and let it be something profound. You know, I talk about big house and car and all that. It's not about that stuff. I don't, I don't think that's what really matters. And I don't think pursuing material things is really the answer. But think about why you want that, what you're really going for. Set those values as your real goal. And then every day that you get up, that's your choice to do something, to have all that you do move you towards that goal. You know, I think about 
some of my guests and people like Drew Tadia, who wanted to be a professional baseball player. And it means every day that he got up, he trained, he worked at it. He reached out for opportunities. He kept hustling. And that's part of why I need to make the decision I do around this show. I have goals. I have things I'm trying to build and achieve. And every day I get up and I am hustling. And I need to make those decisions and take those actions every single day that put me further down that road of all those goals and those dreams being reality and being real. So sometimes they're easy decisions and actions, and sometimes they're hard. And sometimes you just feel gain and growth, and sometimes you may grow, but you still feel a loss. That is all okay. If you know why you're doing it, and it's genuinely moving you forward, you may have to hurt sometimes. You may feel lost sometimes. But it's a choice of how you engage with those feelings and whether you let the idea of loss or giving something up be bigger than the idea of gain and moving yourself forward towards where you're trying to get to. And maybe it's a relationship you're in or someone who's on your bus, to use the, the phrase from Chris Worth's episode way early on in the show, who's on your bus? Is it the right people or are they people working against you? Well, if you close the door and sever that relationship, there's going to be moments where you feel a loss. Even if they weren't good to you, there's still positives to every interaction. Or even if there aren't, there may just be things you've grown accustomed to that you're going to have to adjust to not having anymore. And that may feel awkward, uncomfortable. You know, even painful things when they're regular and familiar to us, we still latch on to them, even if we know they're bad for us. And when we don't have them anymore, something's awkward. Even if it's better, there can be feelings that we wish we didn't have about it, but we do. It's a question of what you value more, the feeling of better or that sense of loss and rushing back to fill it. That's why they always say, don't rush from one relationship to the next. Figure yourself out first. But also don't put yourself down if you are feeling that loss or you're feeling awkward. Acknowledge it. Recognize that it's okay. You know, for people who have struggled with their weight and maybe there's eating habits that aren't supporting your wellness, you give those things up. You feel it. You miss that food, that comfort, because it's probably a source of emotional comfort and control and warmth in your life. Maybe one of the rare ones that you get to have. And so when you don't have that anymore, you feel it. I know. I went through it myself. You can extend that out to so many things. I know I'm going to feel the loss of doing this podcast. I'm going to feel like I'm failing people. Or like I'm not there for people who need me to be. What I need to remember is, if I want to be there for people in the way that I'm trying to be in the bigger picture, then I may need to pull back from some of the ways that I do or that I'm there today. And this is one of them. So I'm going to close things up there. This has been an unbelievable journey. I remember when I was recording the first episodes, wondering... You know, am I even going to get to episode 30 or 50? 
And I hit episode 100 and I was like, I can't believe I made it this far. Am I going to keep going? So to do almost 30 more, you know, which was like, I didn't even think I'd get 30 in the first place. So to do 100 plus that is, I feel a sense of accomplishment. And I know the body of work that this whole library of episodes makes up is it's meaningful. It has an impact. I have heard from people who it's impacted, so I know it's doing its job. And I hope for the time that it was available and that people were taking it in and new episodes were coming out, that you valued and appreciated and grown from it too. I have. I hope that it's done something for others as well. So a huge, huge debt of gratitude and appreciation to everyone who has given their time on this journey, my amazing guests and my amazing listeners. This is nothing without both sides of that equation. And I'm lucky that I got to sit in between both of you. So thank you to all of my incredible guests. Thank you to all of my incredible listeners. And thank you for being on the journeys that you're on and saying, you know what? I want more for myself and from myself, and I'm going to invest in that. With that, stay connected. Follow me on social media. Reach out to me, more importantly, on social media, and let me know where you're at and how this stuff is landing and how it can be helpful. So you can do that at Brian Falchuk on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, I don't even know what else, everything. Um, and you can find me at brianfalchuk.com, B-R-Y-A-N-F-A-L-C-H-U-K for all that social media and for the website. And doadaybook.com, I will keep all those things up because do a day is not going anywhere, even if the podcast is. So you can still get the book. You can still engage with everything that's out there. You can read my blog. I've got lots and lots of articles similar to what you're hearing in this podcast about how to work on yourself, how to feel better about yourself and achieve what you want to achieve. It's all at brianfalchuk.com and you can get all that stuff. There's still the masterclass for do a day that you can get there. There are lots of ways to engage and to keep pushing yourself forward. And remember, no matter what, you can always choose to go out and do it. Thank you so much and be well.